All right, so welcome back to The Daily Dose. I have a very special guest this week. And y'all would probably never guess that we're cool like this, but God is Mikey, what's up? Hey, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> you sound so chill. I wish I was as chill as you this week, but it's been a long one. How are you doing? You good? I'm good. I'm good. I'm working on things, you know, doing <laughs> up to something. Every time people come on the show, I always ask them, are you healed or are you healing? Mm, healed from a lot, healing from other things. <laughs> <laughs> I think I am, I, for once in my life, because I don't know how long this going to last. Right now I'm healed. It took a, a lot of alone time to get to this moment, but... We're going to get into some topics today. Okay, first thing first, the Grammys. How you feel about it? It was real black. That's the first time I've seen the Grammys be like black as hell since I can't I can't even remember the last time it was that black. Um I feel like it was probably or probably I I feel like it was <laughs> That's how they they wanted it to look. That's what I would say. You think so? Because I was I was telling someone um, a couple of weeks ago that <laughs> last year, like a lot of pop music didn't come out. Like there was no duo. There was no um, well Taylor Swift doesn't count. But there really just wasn't any pop music. I can't remember. Maybe there was. Yeah, but I feel like that's like, why you uh, mean like performances. Or- no, just in general, think about it. All of the TikToks and the songs going viral, it was all hip hop R and B. Cause I can't think of one yeah. pop artist that truly dominated last year. Cause I mean, of course you had Adele yeah. doing her comeback album. You had um Taylor do her album that I forgot about. And then you had, of course, you had Harry, but I don't remember anybody else. But anyways, how do you feel about Harry getting album of the year? Do you even listen to Harry Styles? Do do, do I listen to Harry Styles music? No. Do I know who Harry Styles is and have I um, casually followed his journey? Yes. Um, I feel like people, hmm, okay. I have to make sure I don't contradict my tweets. <laughs> so I do feel like the... I, I personally don't think the Grammy... Is it, it's an academy, I think. Um, I don't think it should exist um, because when you turn music into a competition, it instantly like devalues it. So um, the point I'm getting at with Harry Styles is uh, I think people forget, like with him winning that, because I think he 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 won something over Beyonce, right? Correct. I think we have to like remember that, like you are you, and you live in your own little bubble, and that's your bubble. But like, there's a whole world out there. Um, in this case, you know, that the people that lived in the bubble of listening to Harry went hard for him because that's what they were listening to. Yeah, just like people can't fathom the idea, and I, I used to like be like, "What? 
you don't listen to Beyonce. You don't know this song and that song. And I used to think like, motherfucker, wait, can we curse on here? Yes. <laughs> okay. I should ask that before. I used to think motherfucking like, like everyone like, uh, like was just a, a fucking beehive member. Um, but I think that people have to remember like we're a minority. So, I mean, they're like, yes, like a lot of black people, like we love Beyonce, but like the amount of people that like in the Grammy Academy, like the nominating committee that probably like, if they had to like choose between what they, what you think they would probably listen to and what radio stations they probably have in their car. Like they probably ain't got no high one. You know what I'm saying? 97, whatever. As As I've gotten older, I've realized that like, Especially now with social media, that, like you said, that's our bubble. When you step away and like go into the real world, like all the topics, all the feuds, people going back and forth, none of that matters because they don't know what we're talking about. So it's just like, yeah. Nor I, do I, they give a fuck, and nor would they give a fuck if they brought it up. Don't give a fuck. So let's move on to Rihanna's performance because. I don't even want to talk about the Super Bowl because I don't care who won. But how do you feel about her? I don't even want to say it was a comeback, but how do you feel about her returning to our TV screen? So I felt like um, initially, initially watching it, nothing of her Super Bowl performance like surprised me. Like when people were just like, oh, like they were saying... And but when I say they, just the people of, of the internet. Yeah. Oh, like I saw a couple of posts like this is bare minimum. This is here, here y'all go down. But like I seen, <laughs> I went to uh, Rihanna's anti world tour in Atlanta, mm-hmm. and like my good sister loves to float on a platform. She, she likes to, you know, what I'm saying she may give you yeah. right. She she may give you a dance break here and there, but. I think Rihanna is one of those artists, like, for the people that that were, quote-unquote, disappointed or felt, like, underwhelmed by her performance, I didn't feel underwhelmed because I've seen her live. So, okay, I... so I agree with you. I didn't go... I didn't make it to the, uh, the anti-world tour, but I went to the Diamonds World tour, and, you know, that album was full of... I think she did at least, what, five music videos for that album? But mm-hmm. seeing it live... Like I understood, oh, y'all, you just want us to have a good time. You're not here to do a full A count. Like, you know how to, but like, kind of like when you go to like an Erica Badu concert, you know what Erica is going to give. And that, you know what? Thank you for putting it that way. I, I, at first, the first watch, like when I saw it live, I think because we were expecting like this grand big show. I don't know why, but maybe because we thought she's been away for so long, she was going to go over and beyond. But when I went back and watched it like the second, third, and fourth time, I was like, no, that was that was on brand. That was very on brand. And the, the, the most important thing that people miss about Rihanna, like the point that they miss about Rihanna, um, that kind of this goes, not no pun intended, like the umbrella of just artist and pop culture and stan twitter and you know all that stuff like people that don't make music don't understand that um hmm this artist yes uh rihanna has dropped you know i'm just gonna say 
you know, Anti, she had Bitch Better Have My Money, she had Kiss Me Better, she had all these songs. You know, making music and things like that actually, like, it's a part of your life, and I don't know how to articulate this. Um, it's a part of your life, but, like, how people are just like, oh, my God, we ain't never getting this album. Oh, my God, she retired. I guarantee you Brianna listens to beats and hears melodies in her head 24-7. So for anybody listening to this podcast today, I want y'all to understand that your favorite artist probably never stopped recording. But because maybe today life is so chill, this may not be my best song. But because maybe tomorrow... I go through, you know, some crazy stuff. I might make a Grammy winning song tomorrow because I just figured out how to express it in that way. I said the same thing with SZA's album. I told a lot of people like y'all were like pressuring her, but I was like, y'all, that album was done. But because she's picky and the anxiety of people judging her. And then, of course, you got all of us. Where's the album? Where's the album? People yeah. treat artists like it's uh, it's fucking Popeyes, and it's like, what do you mean you're out of spicy chicken? What do you mean this, that, and the third? A bitch, like making music takes hella time, like to actually like put that shit together. And when you when when you're like a larger artist and you drop music i don't think people understand how insulting it is to just like oh my god this sucks and that sucks and this blah, blah, blah. it's like this is not popeyes like this music yeah, I, that i'm making I would, like sit down like a group of people and because you know how now nowadays everyone's like oh this is that era or this era or that era the reason why they were called eras is because we didn't receive music that fast like we didn't, they would disappear for two to three years and then pop back out. But, but think now about what I, an era, think about yeah. what an era is. Like, an era is just, and nobody quote me for all the people that just like, no, actually it's this. Um, an era is just a segment of time. That's all yeah. an era is, is a segment of time. An era is not a rollout. An era is not giving you gags and giving you this. An era is a certain amount of time. So people have eras in their life um and that's what it is for music like when you really look back when we say um rihanna's good girl gone bad era that was actually it it, it wasn't a uh, not good girl gone bad rated r it wasn't a era here's my rollout here's it was that, that that was a time period in her life yeah that was and that, really and, that and everything that we saw everything that she did at rihanna at that time in that era of her life that's what she chose to do with her artistry and i think what happens is people gravitate like people have their favorite uh let me think how can i say this when um beyonce for example did i am sasha fierce that was an era in her life where she wanted to express and she got that alter ego yeah, and, yeah. and then four was an era where you know what i'm saying it was introspective and things like that and it, it's not about um i, I think uh, uh what's her name no, I said, what's her name? I don't know. <laughs> um, Nikki, Nikki had tweeted on Twitter one time about um, eras, and she was she, she was like, you know, she's friends, she's good friends with Foxy Brown, and she was like, you know, Foxy Brown, they never have no fucking era. People weren't asking this, and they're like, people don't understand like the actual term of when like you when you like to like this this artist era. It's like no, this you're what you're what you're actually referring to is 
when when Rihanna or whoever insert artist was releasing music at this period of yeah. time, I really gravitated to that and I like it, but you have to understand, bitch, I could drop all this music today and that was a reflection of that time. I don't think I ever went hard on Nikki because, you know, I love Nikki. But I think now, like after us having this conversation right now, I understand why she was so frustrated. Because, because you know, everyone is like, I miss mixtape Nikki or Nikki, this is gone. That Nikki is gone. I'm like, oh, my and God. And it's like, I- it is. It is. It is gone. Because even as myself, as an indie artist, my first mixtape, I had green hair, platform boots, fishnets on, and my ass out. If you were to talk to me today, I am not that same person. So for if you come right. to me saying, you have to top this era, there is no topping of eras. This is literally just my fucking life. Just my life. And just what I choose to share. And if you don't identify or or, or if that era of my life does not um, resonate with you, that's yeah. fine. But just look, you know, like you can still like uh, what it, uh, Nikki said, um, bitches on my old shit, buy my old mixtape. Like literally, I can't if Nikki Minaj today <laughs> were to try to go in the booth and be mixtape Nikki, it wouldn't work because mixtape Nikki was broke, was in the hood was in the projects, was this, that, and the third. The Nicki Minaj, who is 40 or, or close to 40 years old with a child and all this stuff is not... What? <laughs> so I have be, two they questions. Don't be, they don't be... I have two questions before we get into today's episode. The first question is, if you had to pick a color, what's your color today? Like, I want to know how you feel, but color-wise. My color today, I am, I'm a little turquoise and purple. That's your color? Because I'm calm. What's your color today? Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't really think in my emotions as colors, but I was thinking as you were saying that, what color would come up and I guess I would say my color for today is like an ocean blue and mm-hmm. it's like how the top of the ocean blue is, is like this dark blue and then under it like you know it's just like you don't know what the fuck is under the surface and it's a lot of shit going on in the ocean under the surface <laughs> okay. so that's my color that's great that was a great way of explaining it and then I ask everybody that's a guest. I I need your top five artists because I just like to know like what people listen to, like what you listen to. But you don't have to put them like number one, number two. Just give me five. Okay. Well, I will say my number one, <laughs> as you just said, not to do that. But I can at least say my number one. Um, and this does not mean that I think they make better music, but this is just the music that's been resonating with me. Um. Ice Spice. I listen to Ice Spice really? religiously. Um, I cannot tell you why. I don't know much about Ice Spice's personal life. Like, you know how people like gravitate to like, oh, Nikki, we like your story. You were in the hood and blah, blah, blah. I don't know why, but like the way, like in her music, her verbiage, the yeah. diction, like the word choices she uses, like the lingo is just so unique i'm like what it's mastered only giving us music and not her personal life so i i i I too would want to know more 
Yeah, it leaves something to be desired. But honestly, even that, like, if I could keep it a bean, I don't desire to know more about her personal life. I literally, I like the, um, I guess so, so, so since I make music, when I listen to, to songs, I listen uh-huh. to them differently. So I guess it'd be the same as if an actor watches a movie. They're watching the movie, but they're kind of still looking at the acting because they act. So I really love um like she just comes up with her own like oh i'm acting a smoochie i was like what the fuck does that even mean but i bet you now <laughs> when i'm when i'm off the liquor i'm acting a smoochie like i'm the center so um, <laughs> i spice is definitely like my number one um number two would would be um destin conrad oh i didn't know you listened to him so the weird thing is I'll do this thing and this is nothing, you know, to him personally. Um, I find like, I'll find an artist who, you know, you've, you've been releasing new music, but then I find some like old project of oh, yours. Yeah, so I think his project colorway with, there's this song called bills. I, I, I found bills like a year ago and still to this day, like, will I put on colorway just so I can listen to all the songs and, and, and let it build up to bills. And then that's my song. So like Destin Conrad, like, Love oh him. God. I um, really didn't know him. Give me three really? more. I think people just don't realize, like, you know, I, I don't always be talking. I love this. And, and, of course, it's because I listen to Kehlani and Ombre, the whole gang of them. Like, mm-hmm. I love all of them. But I need three, um, more. Give me three more. Number three, I think she's always just going to be a stay in my top five would be Abra. Um, she, I don't even think she's really released new music, but like her fucking old music is still to this day. Like, I'm just like, boom, like I was introduced to her during the whole Tumblr era. So Mm. I'm familiar with her music and I don't think that's like the whole SoundCloud movement. Yeah. The third artist I would say, um, I'm going to group people because I don't know if they're a group. But it's like, yeah. and this is no sh- no shade at all. But like, um, Glorilla's friends, like when they make music all together. <laughs> yes, hit kid and that's all like of them. I get ready. That's yeah. That's like when I wake up, like play Pop set the tone because you can set the tone for the day. Play Shibuya roll call. Like don't call me Kim because <laughs> um, <laughs> don't call me Kim. Um, so that's my number three. Um, number four. Ooh, because I'm one of the people that listen to the same songs every day. Number four would be Drake. Um, okay. I still listen to Her Loss every day. I still listen to, even though people didn't like it, I still really appreciate the musicality behind Honestly Nevermind. Oh, that's a great um, one. That's a classic. You think Honestly Nevermind is a classic? Yeah, but people aren't going to realize it until it's like five later. years Okay, ago. okay. Because Drake um, moves fast. Mm-hmm. Number five, you know what? It's hard to say number five because a lot of my like favorite favorite artists haven't been dropping anything. But number number five, five, I would say like, um, there's this song by Tia Corinne called "Freaky T," and it's like, (laughs) no, okay, so you know I love that song, but she has a song called "Lotto." Mm. I need you to tap into Lotto. Like when I'm getting dressed, yes. 
I will. So that's that's my that's my top five, like as of right now, like things artists I listen to. Shout out to you for listening. Wait, 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 Hold on, hold on. We can replace. Hold on, wait. Can, I, I just need a six. I just need a six. <laughs> Fucking um, I don't know how. I was just like, wait a minute. Like it was like almost like I just saw Scissor standing over my shoulder. Like really, bitch, you finna play on me? Like you don't listen to this shit all the time. I can't lose when I with you. Like what snooze? What what what? what? Well, you like, know, I'm a, a diehard Scissor fan since day one. Like see Scissor run for the people that don't even know what that project is. Like day one. You Sound know, you never know what Scissor look like for a long time. I, I do remember that because I used to think like, oh, uh, how do you pronounce his name? RZA? R-Z-A? I thought he had a daughter and that was her. I just know like, because I remember that era of like maybe, well, when did SZA came out? Like, I think when I was in college and like, I remember being in college and like, um, before I started releasing music, it was it like. Was 2013, 2014. But remember like picture quality and stuff like that used to really be iffy so like it would just and then like back then you were still kind of in that everything wasn't like super streaming streaming so you kind of found your music how you found it so like every scissor song that i would listen to number one a lot of her album covers like um because it was like s then z or something like that they never didn't have her face on it and then whenever i would go try to see what the bitch looked like the pictures that would be available, like there's this one, there's only this one picture that sticks out. She, I think she's holding like a Nerf gun or a water gun or something, and she's got like this hair, and it was always pixelated as fuck. Like I knew, I just always knew SZA, big, big wig, big wig. Like, we love you to death, cause that big wig, like, one day she needs to talk about why she chose to tell people that she had freckles that were real. And that hair was hers when it was. You know what? Okay, let's talk about it. I know we're segueing, but let's talk about it. I don't think people, this is why, like, because we can, I'm trying to think if that's on the list of things. Like, I just saw a tweet comparing, like, um, I'll make it make sense in a second. I saw a tweet, like, comparing um, Bia and Ice Spice. And the tweet was, like, insinuating, like, oh, Bia's not being herself. She's trying to do this. I don't think people understand. There is a level, and every artist that here's this will be like yeah there's a level of like fantasy and pretend that comes into play mm-hmm. with artistry um in my regular degular life versus like when i do god is mikey related things and i do photo shoots and this that, and the third that's just like an idea you get what i'm saying yeah it is an idea it is an idea and we brought it to life i feel like with scissor with her freckles and in this and third, like we were, I remember, like I'll be on a little. Let's keep it a bean. Like I remember, like bitches, like used to back in the day. I'm black in Puerto Rican. I'm bl- I'm black in you this, and or I'm and everybody just had a little. When you, little, when you put it that way, that makes a lot of sense because we can think about her. Her didn't like to show her face in the beginning, and I I guess it's because she was shy or really wanted people to focus on the music. And now she doesn't even put the shades on. So because she doesn't have to now, but yeah. I bet you if there's a thing when people can put a face to the name, I mean a face a face to the name and a face to the music, it yeah. kind of like I think that's when the chain reaction pipeline to stand Twitter kind of happens because people find a face they can identify and they can project onto. Um and I feel like with her, if you don't have a face, 
if you don't can't see somebody's eyes, you can't see their soul. You get what I'm saying? Like yeah. you can't project onto it. And I think that like when people are like, how is she winning all of this and winning all of that? Because everybody <laughs> that is voting on this or doing this has made, there is no, you know what I'm saying? I, I heard remember them, uh, their first the Grammy people make a video for hardly any of that. Those yeah. Any- Singles. Remember, I don't know if you saw this, but I saw this. Um, one of the Grammy people that that voted, which is another reason why I think the Grammys is a stupid concept, um, did not vote uh, for Beyonce to win the thing because yeah, they felt like, oh, she, they aired. Yeah, I saw yeah, that. She, she, oh, wins. she wins all the time, so I just didn't give it. And guess what? I bet you if Beyonce, I bet you if somebody else who, uh, you know, let's just say a person, like that, a person released Renaissance and didn't show their face. Oh, bitch. I think you just opened my mind to something else. Oh, my God. We didn't get Renaissance visuals because I don't think she wanted to take away from the music. Yes, because if there are no visuals, you cannot project, you cannot rank, you cannot do all of the shit that people fucking do. You are forced to listen to my goddamn music and connect to it and leave me the fuck out of it. Leave because the fuck out of it. When I think about my normal self, like how I used to be, I used to just drop stuff because I, okay, I'm not even going to get into that. But yes, thank you for opening my eye to that. Because I was, I, I knew she wasn't going to do the most, but after you just saying that, I just thought about it. She wanted people to listen to the music and that's a very Beyonce thing. But yeah, Renaissance, would you think about like, would you re- appreciate renaissance and all that stuff if she dropped the visuals would you appreciate the album with in me, the same way? with me being a visual person it would it would help me understand where she was coming from no but listen 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 so now remember just think back to a time back in the whoo we old back oh, in the other days the other back. days right okay i remember just being okay my mama picking me up from school and i'm sitting in the car mind you i'm at this point a little boy me myself and i is on and you know what i'm saying or a mary j blige song is coming on or she's playing her things i don't know what these artists look like at the time because i'm a little boy and social media isn't you know what i'm saying anything and well, guess I what? because i was i was that one that i had to figure out what they look like so like okay then we okay get on the so, internet but I would, because we don't have stores where you can go buy CDs anymore. But every time mm-hmm. I would go to the mall, I would go and Sam Goody or whatever other store. And I would be in there for like hours trying to like listen to everything and put an album cover with a face. Well, why do you think like, okay, so so I'll say this, like even like the old school, like if you think really old school music, like the old school stuff. Okay. You know, why listen. our parents love that shit the way they do. You they know never what I'm saying? Because... Because you're forced to, this is what Renaissance did for me, right? Because I'll bring it back to the topic. We're listening to Renaissance. There's no visuals for me to project onto. So guess what happens? Those songs start to get tied to events in our life. I will always remember Virgo's groove because every time I would listen to it, I was on the way to meet this guy I was really interested in. And it gives me that feeling. It gives me that moment in time. That's the point. kind of like how all the songs that we play at the barbecue are tied to the barbecue because there's no visuals, but we have 
single memory at a barbecue to that. Before I let you go, do you know what the niggas look like? And do you do, do you know? But you know, but you here before but I let you go. God, you're you're okay. You're opening. You're opening my. I don't even want to say my third eye, but it's just like oh shit, baby. I'm not new to this. I'm true to this. Like I, this is I, actually I, the reason why I took a step back because I had become so hyper visual like visible yeah with my own brand that i was like hold the fuck up well i can relate because i took a whole step back to where people are confused right now because i don't want anyone to know what i got going on so yes so now that we're here and we're reflecting about ourselves let's get into today's topic it's called the bus stop so the bus stop basically is just about us growing as human beings, but outgrowing old situations, old people from your past life, friends that may have reached their peak, but you haven't reached yours and you want to keep going. I can keep going and going on and on and on, but I really, really need your help today to dissect this topic. So the first question that we're going to dissect is well, I can't ask you this. How can I ask you this? You I'm gonna skip you the first. I'm skipping the first question. No, 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 no. Ask me the first question because like I hate when people do that because now I want to know. Okay, so between you and me, this is kind of hard. But do you think that you and I have maintained a healthy friendship, and do you see us drifting apart? So I think that, and I will speak candidly, um, I'm going to speak candidly, uh-uh-uh, all devices is turned on, do not disturb. <laughs> um, so actually, um, our friendship has consistently been exactly what it is. I don't here, I don't talk to you every day. I don't talk to you every week. I don't talk to you every month. You know what I'm saying? But it is consistently what it is. So therefore, I don't desire for anything else because it is what it is. Like, I'm content with it. Like, I'm happy with what it is. Um, Our friendship dynamic is, in theory, in a perfect world for my, like, uh, when I think about my inner self and uh, times mm-hmm. when I may or may not want to be bothered and things like that, um, yeah. on paper, our friendship would be would align with exa- like we don't have any issues because of the way our friendship operates. I actually have more issues with within those those uh, friendships where it's like we talk every day, we're around each other well, every day, I, we're this that. And I want to so. unlock on because for all of you listening. I am a low-maintenance friend. So you see how he just said, we don't talk every day, we don't talk every week, we don't talk every month. If this man called me tomorrow and we hadn't talked in a very long time, I'm picking up the phone and talking like, I just talked to you five minutes ago. Well, let's let's break the fourth wall. Um, (laughs) I haven't talked to you in months you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I actually heard your I heard your voice. I haven't talked to you. Like I haven't heard your voice. And oh my god, I don't even remember. We like, haven't had your voice. conversation in a very long time. So, and then here I am doing what I'm doing, and what I'm doing right now is <laughs> very like high high 
you know what I'm saying? High stress, this, that, and the third. Like, I literally was just like, I'm going to sit in my hotel room. I'm, I was yeah. over here having a drink, and I'm I'm in not wanting to be bothered mode. And as soon as you're like, I need you, like, immediately as soon as I saw the DM notification, bloop, well, okay, what you need? Let's do it right now. You get what I'm saying? And here we are. <laughs> yeah, so, so I want to know, because you and I can coexist, right? Because we have we live our own lives and we don't live for the other people. But what about the people that we do talk to every day? I know that I get exhausted. Like I literally have to tell people, hey, I have nothing to talk about. Like there is not enough going on in my world to where I can just have a conversation with you and I don't even keep it a book. I don't even want to hang out with you because the type of week I had, whether it was stressful or great, I think when I finally get my alone time, I want it. I don't want to. I don't want to be a friend right now. Is that a bad thing to say? Um. So, no. Uh, well, okay. So when it comes to like people's personal, like what they need for themselves, it's never. There's not really a moral compass for that. So like good or bad doesn't come across my. It didn't come across my radar because good or bad is basically like actions and like what you're doing to me um whatever your own interpersonal needs are are your own needs for example i don't talk there is not a single person except for the nigga that i talk to wait wait, wait. Um, pause, pause pause before you go into that you already went into my next question which was has anyone mistaken your absence for something personal and i feel like you're getting into it um so yes like um like the only person I talk to every day is the nigga that I talk to. And that's just more so because it's, it's not even that it's a new thing. It's a, it's an old thing that's being revisited mm-hmm. and uh, we are navigating the situation as healthily as possible. And so while it's still in that stage of like actually building, building takes communication. You don't, you can't build a house and not talk to the people that are building the house. You get what I'm saying? Um, but for the, the friendships that I have foundations with that the house is built at, I don't talk to any of, I have best friends for over 10 years. I have a best friend for, you know, only two years and stuff like that. I don't talk to, there's not a single soul, like I said, except for the nigga that I talk to that I that I'm courting or that's courting me, however you want to say that. There's not a single soul platonically that I talk to every day at all. Um, because one thing that I learned, and I'll again this is gonna be one of those, I'm gonna bring it full circle. Yeah. Um, there was a time in my life where honestly, like my music and stuff really was not doing what I needed it to do. And music was the only thing that I was doing. And so when that time in my life was happening and it's like, you're not working because you're living the starving artist's life. So then if you're, if you're a starving artist's life and, and all you do is art, but you're not doing that right now, boom, the reality of life became, I'm sitting in my room all day. I have nothing to do. And then that breeds loneliness and loneliness bring uh, breeds fucking attachment and all that, you know, all that shit. And I would find myself just like, you don't talk to me every day and you don't do this and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but the whole time, and this is going to fucking sound like, you know what I'm saying? But hopefully it doesn't sound as harsh because I'm, I'm, I've no, used my somebody I guarantee you. Get, get, get a fucking life because, and when people say that, like get a fucking life and you know what I'm like, what I'm doing right now with my life, the, the, yeah, what I'm doing right now. 
figure out a way to explain that to the people listening. Yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, so, so I'm. Um, oh, okay. I mean, like, I'm. I'm no longer a starving artist. <laughs> so I chose to um, branch into a certain career field for a certain company, and um, the training and everything forces me to fully invest every fiber of like my being into it so you know what started to happen as like you know when i got this job offer uh all the way back in october i had to get a fucking life i had to like oh wait i'm gonna soon not live where i live anymore i have to plan for that i'm gonna i have to know x y and z the, the, the what i'm doing right now is is very like hard the learning is very hard everything so you know what started to happen i started to get my own life and then what started to happen what is you know people people should anybody with their own life they'll respect that because okay so pause (laughs) leave it it right there they will respect that so on my end what i what i've been going through because i don't i don't even think i addressed this on any episode but I was working for a company for four years, right? Gave them my everything. It was working parallel to, you know, what I wanted to do in my life. But I recently quit. And the first the first month felt like my life com- like came to a complete stop. But because I wasn't verbal about what I did, everybody around me still thought like, oh, I'm still there. I'm still active. I'm still yada, 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 yada. And I felt like the expectation that people had for me was in the past. And I didn't, because you know, you're you're, kind of like me. I don't like to just burst out and tell people, this is what I'm doing now, catch up. But I try to do it organically. And I felt like, how can I put this? Because you know, when you, you, you said the struggling artist, I'm going to say the same thing. I was a struggling artist in a field that I was trying to progress in without the proper background to get to where I needed to be, but I was trying it. And I, I did you feel respected? Because I didn't feel respected. Um, and when I was doing music? Like when, yeah, quote unquote, when you were the struggling artist. Did you um, feel respected? And I, when I say that, I mean by not people you were recording the music with. I mean like your peers. And uh, it- first of all, there's been people that I've recorded music with, people I haven't recorded music with. So that would be peers. There has been, um, you know, family, friends like there. I have lived a long period of life of not being respected. Yeah. And um, it, again, it, it just goes back to. At, at, at some point. And this is for anybody, you know, whoever, I hope you receive it, but I don't believe this, this, uh, this niche of people will ever understand. Mm-hmm. Um, again, get a fucking life because when you get a life, like for example, if tomorrow I fucking had to sign to Atlantic records or capital or whatever, you know, my life is going to change and I'm going to have to do X, Y, and Z and blah, 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 blah understand that nothing that I'm doing right now is personal to anyone because 
This is what I have to do with my life. I have to wake up every day and be Mikey, just like you have to wake up every day and be Ryan. And anything else that is outside of what you have to do in your life, in your storyline. Yeah. It doesn't hold as much priority. It it should not hold as much priority. I just love how you're leading me into all my questions. So how do you feel when a particular person, especially people that you've been like real friends with when they take it personal that your next chapter, like, how can I add? Oh, how do you feel about growing alone? You're not cutting everybody off. Now we're going to cut some people off, but like, how do you feel about growing alone? I do well when I take a break from everybody and go do me, which is why I'm graduating in May. Because there was no way possible I was ever going to be able to do that if I was still active and like in everybody's life. But how do you feel about growing alone? Um, so when I say it doesn't mean like I'm not talking to anybody, but like you're no, just you don't have um, the energy to be I'm that. Up what you're putting down. Yeah. So we're actually at different points in our life when it comes to this topic. Mm-hmm. Um I would say at 28 years old, this is the first time, um, like the, okay, uh, 2020, I went through like a extreme fucking betrayal from my best friend and, um, it caused a lot of like financial turmoil for me. Like child has had to go back home and stay with my parents and my parents live in fucking West Bumblefuck middle of nowhere. Right. And I was kind of forced to be alone because I'm down bad right now. I don't got no car, don't got this. And I'm all the way this many, you know what I'm saying, minutes or this this hour and a half away from Atlanta. And um, it actually made me very depressed because I lived most of my life due to, you know, childhood traumas and this, that, and the third wanting mm-hmm. to make others happy and please others and this, that, and a third. And then when everything was kind of said and done at this point of my life in 2020, or 2020 going to 2021, I had nothing to show for it. I had all of these people that, you know, I was trying to uplift or doing this music shit for and being God is Mikey for, like I had nothing to show for it. And um, so for me, I felt like, uh, and I don't know, what everybody prays to and stuff like that. But like, my God, I felt like they were just like, look, bitch, you're going to keep, do you want to keep going through this cycle? Or do you want me to show you something? Do you want me to show you how to stand on your two feet alone and do X, Y, and Z? So it was never, I did not have a period where I had to bloop, 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 you're cut off. Or there was never an intentional from my end. I got to fall back. It was kind of like how the cards fell and i had to pick them up and you know work with what i was dealt with dang you make me feel like i was well (laughs) my other episode was called being a yes man i feel like i was so invested in like my other friendships that like i had to like you know how you break up with somebody and be like look this is not working i felt like i had to break up with at least like four to five people over you know from i guess beginning of the pandemic up until Mm -hmm. now because they were obsessed with the old me. Uh-oh. Hello? <laughs> Wait, you, bro- you broke up. You broke up. No, I'm still here. I'm still here. Okay. But 
my old friends were obsessed with the old me and it was hard for me to enter introduce to them, I guess, the new me, even though like I wasn't given a rollout. I was just like, hey, I woke up today and I have new goals and I feel like we're stuck in the past and I want to move forward and I want more out of life and we're not doing what shit. I realized, um, honestly, and um, I have to, I'm still conditioning myself not to say that. I don't believe in an old me. Um, I, uh, I watched this movie and I implore you to watch it. Called Spets. It's on Netflix. It's a movie. Um, Jonah Hill uh, has been releasing movies and or starring in movies and not promoting them because of his own like personal issues. But like he did this movie where he um, sat down with his therapist, and it's just like. It's not even a movie. It's like they prop the camera up and you're going to sit in on a therapy session with a celebrity and their therapist. And so, you know, Jonah Hill used to be like extremely, you know, quote unquote, overweight, according to societal standards. And it made him hate himself. And, you you know, the old me, the old me, the old me. And the therapist was like, you know, there is no old you. And when you neglect those parts of you, it kind of becomes your shadow. It's always there, just like your shadow is always there. Maybe in some parts of the day, you don't see your shadow as much, but it's always there. Your shadow's always there. And when you don't acknowledge your shadow, it demands, it's almost like it demands you look at me, face me. You know what I'm saying? And so while I can say I may not make the same choices or, or, that's a good way to put it. I'm going to, you for clarifying that i'm gonna start saying that in a different way so because it's disrespectful because you know what it's disrespectful to yourself when you speak from oh the old me the old me honestly all that you're saying is that me that other people didn't accept so i have to refer to it as the old me and you know what i'm saying yeah no respect yourself enough that way yeah, when you put it that way, because I do also tell people, if I didn't make the choices that I made leading up to today, I wouldn't be where I am now. Because let's, exactly, let's 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 keep it a being. You know me, and you know what I'm, uh, you, you know where yeah. this is going to go. Um, our time in Texas, I could easily say that was the old me. And you know what? I used to look back at, at, at myself, like, that's the old me. Like, I didn't pop yeah. off. I didn't do this. But you know what? No, that was me. And I was being, um, I was going through, like, um, I'm trying to really choose my words carefully because I, I don't have any, yeah, any words or anything. Um, I was going, I was going through a traumatic experience um, with unfaithfulness in a relationship. So, yeah. I think I, I was facing around that time and, and things around that time were just really strange for me um yeah. but the most important thing was at that time like life was crazy for me and then at the same time this person who had came into my life and was you know love bombing me like hell um had ended up you know yeah. burning me bad with my with, with as far as like my trust goals with that person and i lashed out and i had a moment and you know what that was me being my most human self. And and, and a lot of times I would uh, like, uh, I guess what I'm referencing is that moment down there where you kind of saw me at my just most irate, 
You know what I'm saying? Um, and I would always tell people, oh, that's the old me. I've changed. No, that's me. And I was hurting. And that yeah, that's been, that's what, if I would have never done those things, yeah. think about it. If I would have never done those things, if I would have never had that moment that caused the final rift of, you know what, I let's just call this quiz because this bitch is motherfucking nuts. If I didn't go nuts... I would have still been in a situation being docile and being timid and being submissive and and not acknowledging the signs around me and still would have been getting cheated on and this, that, and a third. But guess what? I chose to lash the fuck out and it got me Uh-oh. away from that situation because it did not I did not need to be in that situation. So I have to clap so for myself because so thank you, you for coming out and, and, and standing up for myself like standing yeah. up for me i stood up for me but jumping back into the swing of things i want to know would we succeed like you know as a generation as people as friends if we all get off at the same stop because remember this episode is called the bus stop and you know naturally speaking we're all not supposed to get off at the same stop but if we did will we succeed no um because what you're describing the uh the way that i think so, um, what you're describing is pretty much like, if we all got off on the bus, the same bus stop, that would be equality, right? Equality. We're all on the same bus stop. However, yeah, there's a difference between equality and equity. So, mm-hmm. we can all get off on the same bus stop, but what we do from that bus stop, if we don't all have the same opportunities to reach said success or said whatever's at that bus stop, it wouldn't matter. We would then be at the bus stop still fighting at that bus stop. Period. So, a lot of things that happen in society and with friends and when we talk about like, oh this person was secretly jealous of me or this person wanted to be me or this person yada 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 wanted me to slow down my life for the second and third it all revolves around the fact that there's not a lot of equity in the world that we live in because it's a very hard and cruel world so um us getting off at the same bus stop i mean you might as well be asking for jesus to come down over peace of life because <laughs> between you and me I don't want no. Well, I don't want to say nobody because you know I like to help people get to wherever they're going. I can give directions, but I don't need you to get off at my stop. Cool. And, and then the thing is, why would I want to get off on your stop? I don't know why. Why you're why you got on the bus and why you got off on on that particular stop. What you have to do? Because you and I were. I'm not obsessed with your success and vice versa. We just want each other to get to wherever we're fucking going. Mm-hmm. But I feel that other people are opinionated and obsessed with other people having success when they have because there's no equity and people don't understand that there's no equity so there were a lot of artists and i'm so glad that i'm at the place that i'm at now because i mean i'm i mean if these if these girls i mean if they want to tussle we could tussle but um (laughs) you know 
where I got out of that space of like, God is my key tying his wig in a rubber band and bitch, I'm finna fight every last other gay rapper. If y'all bitches keep trying me, I realized that these girls don't understand equity because you want to get off at my bus stop or you feel like, oh my God, this bitch. Like I remember somebody like, oh, texting me like, you don't fuck with me no more. I was like, girl, what? What you talking about? Well, you don't ever, you don't ever retweet my music. You don't ever do this. You don't ever do that. Honey, I could do all of those things, but that still would not give you the equity of the same, to have the same journey that I have. I can't give you that equity. There are certain things in life that just don't come with equity. I can't be mad at, you know, um, I had, I had the pleasure of going to a little Nas show and, and meeting him and, you know, speaking with him and stuff like that. And I could have easily sat in yeah. that crowd. Uh, Cause I was like behind where they do the DJ stuff. I could have easily sat there mm-hmm. and, and, and I was there for business um, working on some writing things for other artists. I got invited for someone I was working with. Yeah. Um, yeah. I could have easily sat through the whole concert. Like, Oh my God, why, why am I not there yet? But you know what? Somebody could put me on that same stage in his same outfits in front of that same crowd. I there's no equity though because bitch, that's not for me. That's not for me. Like I could put like if I if people want people think that like oh like I want to be equal. I want to like I should have what you have. But you me having what you have may not necessarily give me the equity to have the same success. So since since you just said all of that, do you want to know that I ran into that when I first got hired at the radio station? Because that wasn't a job that like, you know, most people that work in radio, they want to go into radio. I didn't want to go into radio, but they saw me and was like, hey, we need you for X, Y, and Z. And I became a DJ shortly after. And a lot of people were like, how did you book a club that quick? Like I've been DJing for three years and no one paid attention to me. And I said the exact same thing. What's for you is literally for you. And if you're doing something that's not getting you somewhere, maybe it's time to reconsider how you're going about it to get to where you're trying to be. But then why? Here's the, here's the better. Here's the better question that. Okay. That people that then this is basically the question that like when when people get into it with me or pe- when people did used to get into it with me when it came to music this is the overall question I was asking without fucking asking why are you doing what you do because I <laughs> personally right um, when it comes to me and music like literally when I'm on break between classes for example I'll step outside and I'm going out to vape and I'll just put some beats on Ryan. I will literally sit on the damn side of the road somewhere, no matter where I am in my bed outside on a break at work and I, or wherever, you know what I'm saying? In between at the gas station or in my car, especially car rides. And I could fucking freestyle whole songs to myself and never go write a lyric down because I actually like, like the process of making music. So there will never come a time or there used to be times, but where I'm at now, there will never come a time anymore where I'm like, well, why am I still doing this? Because it ain't got me here and got me there. I'm doing it because I like doing it. And that should be enough. That, yeah. that should be you enough. Know, I want to put this on record. I want to put this on record that God is Mikey used to send me music every fucking week before he put out anything. 
and it was different genres. So I'm, cause you know, how many years? That was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I am excited to know that you and I are both in a place of doing us and not being afraid. Yeah. Cause I've, I don't know. I don't know about you, but I know when we first kind of like popped out doing what we really wanted to do for ourselves, I know I was scared and I was like kind of terrified of like, is the gay community going to support this? Because, you know, the straight community is one thing. Straight straights, they're like, OK, if we see you doing something and you pop in and you like we fuck with it. But the gay community, like it don't work like that. I feel like I don't even know the rules. I you know what? Know I have to honestly say it's the reverse. I did not give a fuck. I did not give a fuck about any of that shit. Um, I literally remember dropping my first SoundCloud song and everything about the things that I do with the music are hundred percent organic. It is literally like there's, it's not, uh, you know, I know there are a lot of artists who have gimmicky things like, I hope you guys like it or they'll post a snippet. And it's really just, honestly, you've already got the single, you know what I'm saying? Lined up. No. Because um, post a minute and twenty nine seconds, yeah. like girl. When I, exactly. When I first released my song, whatever the tweet was, it was like, "Okay, guys, here's my first song. I hope y'all like it." Because I'm literally sitting there in my bed at a random ass hour in the night, like, "Okay, I'm gonna release this." And everything that I've ever done, um, uh, cult, cult classic, and 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 anything before that, it was just literally like, "Hey." Guys, just as if you were to go onto social media and if your hobby was drawing or your hobby was, I'm trying to think of like non-revenue like hobbies, but like just anything cooking, like, oh, you post your plate on, you know what I'm saying? It's just things like that you share about yourself. Um, It didn't become until after cult classic and it's like oh i've got this interview and this magazine outlet is reaching out to me and oh this i've got this you know what i'm saying collab with this artist or this um, I, um you know what i'm saying whatever whatever i'm getting noticed or i'm getting looks that like for me then i started to become fearful because it was like there was this um i hate this fucking this word but there was like this fucking hate yeah. train of like out of nowhere of just like bitches is coming out the motherfucking woodworks saying shit there was a and I became, it was it lasted yeah. for a minute and i remember always like chiming you know in what they won the hate like, train like i remember <laughs> i remember nikki was like in some songs she was like they sing witch doctors to me and like one of the barbs was like the witch doctors lady i'm not gonna lie sis they was fucking you up like they was fucking me up it really <laughs> fucked up my confidence it made me feel very small and still to this day like two two one to two years later i still struggle with like regular everyday confidence um in myself and it's annoying when people are like oh but bitch you're this and third yes bitch i know that i'm talented bitch i know that i can fucking sit down and write a song i know my skill set the problem is when you are shunned or when you're made to you know what i'm saying just just feel a certain type of way yeah it, it um i still made music i still like after after oh god not not I, i'm not saying names um after certain people went on social media and got together and was trying to have their little kiki um you know what i'm saying it was and, a and bitches were going on doing live interviews and doing all this shit and or um 
Your name was in the blocks for things you never never spoke, spoke on. on. And then when I finally did speak on it, because people had already like, I remember this one writer like randomly came like a a, a, a publicist or you know what I'm saying like I don't know what the correct word is for people that write like um okay I write for Billboard magazine I write for Affinity magazine I was starting to find yeah, out no like way. oh. The, uh, someone would come out like, oh, uh, you know, so, so someone, uh, this was writer. We're, we're, I think we're good now. I haven't spoke to them since they did my interview um, uh, for Billboard when I did, um, when I did, before I did in June of June of like 2021, like Billboard had reached out to me like, you know, hey, we want to interview like you, Big Frida. I think, I think maybe Lil Nas is in there and uh, like a lot of other people um, about like what it's like for queer artists and stuff. You but they were doing a campaign. Before, I remember, I remember. Yeah. He reached out. I remember us having some weird ass like, yeah, I heard you. This had the third and blah blah. And I was like, I was becoming all these things. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're this person, you're that person. Oh, I heard you're crazy. Oh, I heard this. And I'm like, I what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Like anybody that knows me, bitch, I'll be in the motherfucking You're so private. Like it was mind blowing that everyone had a essay to write about. Because it got, it like, got huh? me to this really dark this place where I was like, bitch, I couldn't even smoke without like my anxiety like overwhelming <laughs> me about like this brings me uh -huh. to my next question. Would you be okay being left off at a stop you thought you weren't getting off at? Yes, because um I think that I think that people have a very romanticized uh, version of how life works. And when I say life, I, I literally mean the year zero to year, whatever, you know, God forbid that you are no longer living. People have a, a very romanticized way of looking at life. And, 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 and that word that I feel like for romanticizing life is destiny. And people feel like, oh, if this didn't happen, then that must mean this. When in reality you're just here. You're just another human person on the rock that's spinning around. You know, people say you're on the rock spinning around in the stars. You're just a motherfucking, you're another person just like a motherfucking that, uh, a, a fucking bug, a, a roach. <laughs> a roach could be born and motherfucking the moment it steps in your house, it died. Now, was it meant for it to come in your house and die? No, the bitch just motherfucking died. And I think people feel like people feel like they're old things and people feel like they have a destiny. And it's like, no, your life is what the fuck you make it. So if I get left at that stop, I'm going to get off that stop in wherever the fuck area that I'm in or whatever the fuck I'm going to make it do what I got to do because that's fucking life. That's what I wanted to hear. That is it's fucking life. Because that's how I feel. I feel that for the past 10 years, and I hate saying this, but I love saying it at the same time. I think for the past 10 years, because I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life, I dedicated myself to making sure my other friends that were successful, you know, got off where they need to get mm -hmm. off at, right? But I forgot about me. So fast forward in today's world, to, to, to be able to tell, like when I get into the field that I want to be in, to be able to tell them that I have a degree, what they need. It's mind blowing to me because only three years ago, you know, prior to the pandemic, I thought I was I thought I was great. I thought I was where I needed to be. I'm at the radio station. I'm meeting people. I'm backstage. I'm conducting interviews like I'm doing it all right. But I witnessed my friend get an opportunity 
And I'm not even going to lie. I wasn't jealous of it because, one, I don't, my life does not, it didn't go how hers went. But I was kind of like, damn, I've been supporting you for so long. I forgot about myself. And, and that's the motherfucking like problem. That's the motherfucking problem. Not to cut you off. That's the motherfucking problem, problem with these bitches. This is the thing. Y'all motherfuckers forget to worry about your motherfucking self. So before you roll up in somebody mentions or before you have a conversation about what the fuck somebody else is doing, really ask yourself, what the fuck does this have to do with your journey, with what you're doing? I cannot tell you how annoying it was to log on to social media and i'm like child i didn't did some other shit throughout my day sat down had some had some food play some video games and i log on and i'm like hold on we're in somebody who's not a part of my reality is stepping in over here and you're telling me this and you're telling me that like i remember when i fucking um when I had started, when I tried to do the, like, the OnlyFans and stuff like that, I didn't try to do it. I fucking did my motherfucking thing, right? And, be, and a bitch and a bitch who was doing music, just like I was doing music, oh, you'll never make it, you'll never make it, because this isn't there. Why the fuck are you so focused on me? You focused on me, but then, look, look fast forward, right? Fast forward to 2023, ain't Nanho, whoever talked about me, they ain't blown up either. So we have to ask ourselves the same way that, Hold on, let me get this. So, so the same way, so the same way that you spent so much time, but baby, the reason why you got that response, the reason why bitches, I'm the most misunderstood person. I don't give a fuck about what the next person is doing, and it's not in a malicious way. It's in a bruh. I in my own reality, and it gets it gets uh it gets misconstrued as narcissism, but in my own reality. No, no, no. I know this it's not. not I know it's not. I said misconstrued because the thing is, if you're truly focused on yourself, like I've seen artists do, um, like these other like gay rappers and stuff, I've seen them do some things. I, I, I know there's a couple of them that I actually think are talented, but the way that they either present their art or song choice or, you know what I'm saying, this, that, and the third, it's not what I would do, but guess what I'm not going to fucking do? I'm not going to come over and quote your shit. What the fuck is you doing? Cause yada yada. Cause why the fuck would I do that? Cause I need to be focused on my shit. Cause I ain't block. I ain't popped yet either. So how the fuck? Is, 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 and this goes across all boards. <laughs> this goes across all boards. Cause bitches always took it as me thinking I'm better than them. No, baby, let's look at the bigger picture. But they did, and it used to frustrate me on like you know the outside looking in. I used to be so frustrated. Like this man didn't say shit to you. Why do you care so much? You're the one with the and damn I still interview. Don't know. I still Talk don't about know to the life for the life for the life of me, and 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 fucking God strike me dead if I'm lying. No bitch, no bitch, and this is no bitch so who my has point. ever. Hold on, I'm gonna take a sip. Hold on, I'm gonna take a sip. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So my number one question that I said in. No, because I was gonna take the girls to church. Uh-huh. And I wasn't going to say any names. I wasn't going to say any the names. Num- just, just really look. No, no, no. no, no but no, what no, I'm no saying names. is just We're not really name dropping. look at it. And when I say this again, again, I'm so glad that we're having this conversation. It actually just woke me back up like a part of me that I forgot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, bitch. And this is me speaking facts, fa- actual factual. No, bitch, that you have ever seen me get into a public online whatever and this is going for this is not music 
when I was saying, telling you, and, and I think you may know, because you know they're the, the best friend that I had they used to run around with and take pictures with and all that type of stuff. No bitch, no bitch no who has ever, yeah. ever, 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 ever spoken ill on me or cursed my name. None of those bitches, all of their, your dreams, where are they? So while you're worried about the next person or while you're worried so hard on just... And it, you know what sucks about that? Well, it doesn't suck, but I'm not an evil person. But you know what sucks about that? They put all that energy, like, trying to bring us down and telling, trying to tell us about ourselves. But every single person that did that to me and every single person that did that to you for the past five years... Exactly. That's all the point that I was getting at. And that's why I don't... That's, that's why I will continue going to... Try, I can't even believe I'm talking about myself like this. Like, I'm so proud of me. Because, like, that's why... I hate talking But I got bitches speak to me when they see me out when I finally do pop out because they be like damn I shouldn't have broke that friendship you shouldn't have because the thing is even till this day and one thing people always say about me um I don't if I get into it with you yes we gonna I'm a master wordsmith like we can exchange words I'm gonna eat you up right but one thing that has never come out of my mouth yeah you'll never make it you'll I remember somebody you'll never make it doing this and third okay well and it's still even in response, even if people yeah. have disrespected me and violated me in the worst ways on social media platforms for what they believe to be their own gain. I still never said, well, hey, you know what? I hope your modeling career never takes off. Bitch, I'm not no hateful ass person. Now, did it ever take off? No, but that's between yeah. you and, and you and your life. Because shout out to that one model. I don't know if you're listening, if you keep tabs on me, but we were neck. We were close. You wanted to move to New York and you discredited every single person that helped you. Were you in Fashion Week this year? I don't exactly. think you were. So, I mean, but anyway. and, and I think that um, a lot of life and a lot of, of, of social interactions we have with people, it's a lot of, I'm going to dish, I'm going to dish, I'm going to dish, I'm not going to take. I'm going to play the victim. I'm going to do this that, and the third. And that's why, like, I remember, um, like when I, when I did go through that era of me, just pretty much like that video of the bitch in the pink hoodie and she fighting like 20 Asian people and she holding her own. When I went through that era <laughs> in my life, like I was just like, you know, y- y'all bitches have to understand that you, everything that you do, every, and this is, this is, this, every action and I don't even want to say it has a consequence. Yeah. Every action has an equal, no. equal, you know what I'm saying? Is it an equal and opposite yeah. reaction? So if you come over here starting some shit with me, <clears throat> whatever you get back is what you get. I remember, um, I remember. Wait, 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 no, don't recollect because this last question I have to ask you, um, it's kind of personal and it okay. still relates to what we're talking about. So we just talked about, would you, you know, be okay getting off of the stop that you didn't think you were going to get off on? Okay, that's one thing. But my number one question, after just talking to you for the past hour, because I'm adopted and I have, you know, my that family and then I have my birth family. And, you know, I know my birth family at this point in my life. Does family have to come? Mm. Um. Mm, I have to yeah. be very 
Let me know because me, I'm going to tell you my, my response first. So me personally, I'm not here for it. Only because of, of, of my upcoming and, you know, if it, other than my, my who I call father, um, there's not one family member that I just feel over and beyond to bring with me. However, comma, all my siblings that have kids, that's a different story. But outside of the kids, I'm not, because they, they have a future, mm-hmm. right? I don't really care to include any family member in my growth of life um, at this point. Just because mm-hmm. of I was treated and spoken to up until 30. So I'm I'm counting family out. So how okay, you- so you know, trying not to get triggered or whatever. So I really want I want to number one preface whatever the answer is because uh, I'm a kind of freestyle it. Whatever my answer is, I want to preface this with it's not negative uh, negative intent. So let's do. It's not, so nothing was negative let's, either. That's let's just start like, there. Um, for me. A lot of people, I think hmm, there are certain people in life who don't feel the need to defend themselves and things like like things like that. And I've uh, been one of those people for a long time in my life up until like maybe like last year. And when I say don't defend myself, like and I'm speaking from the family aspect. I'm not speaking from the, the from you dirty low down bitches. Um, and so. Yeah, and so. I, I, um, with me, I'm not adopted, but, um, my parents were not married or anything like that when I was conceived. So, um, my father Mm -hmm. has, me and my father have always had a, a here and there, hot and cold, um, you know, off and on relationship. And then, um, I went through something when I was a little boy and, and that thing that I went through, mm-hmm. that thing, that, that thing that happened, it divided me completely from my father's side of the family. Um, and mind you prior to this, like, even though we had a here and there relationship, he, he always would just be like, you're my favorite. You're this, that, and the third. And so when that happens to me, I kind of develop this uh, fearful avoidant attachment style. And um, for a long time with the whole God is Mikey stuff, like I did not bring that around my family. Right. And so Mm -hmm. (laughs) this is the other side of things that like social media and things like that don't know, but like the other part aside from like social media bringing my confidence down to making me feel small i kind of brought this delicate because yeah. like god is mikey was just like this like how kids like have an imaginary friend to get themselves through shit it was kind of like this thing i created to just like mm-hmm. oh wow this thing i went through as a child you know i became so many things from the moment that i that i spoke up about what happened i became a liar i became you know just there's so many things right and but I- what, what what point in God is Mikey? Because I know your government name, but we're not going to say it. But 
when when did they get so, an understanding? So, I don't want to say understanding. So, that's so listen, so but, you know when I, did they know? So, so, like I said, you I became all these things at a young age. I became a lot of things, and those things I yeah. I, I was that up until. I made God is Mikey and God is Mikey was basically like, if you listen to my music, I don't rap in the same voice that I talk in. And contrary to popular belief, it's very hard to do that. Um, I kind of rap very, very, very confidently like a nigga. And so God is Mikey is kind of like, I love yeah. God is Mikey is kind of like my perfect self, kind of like what I imagined my life to be. If who I would be, if certain things didn't happen. And so when I brought that really delicate thing around and, you know, like, I mean, my music was growing so much, my family had, you know, found out about it and they, they, they were supportive and things like that. But I think that um, what happened was behind the scenes with me was that um, I, I, I tried to go back and reconnect with everyone. And I think that, uh, so this will be a full circle moment uh, when you were saying like uh, people think of you as the old me or, you know what I'm saying? Um, I think what yeah. happened was there's God is Mikey, um, you know, to the average person, you know, somebody having 13,000 followers and having 200,000 streams and being number seven on iTunes and being on billboard and doing this, like those are really big things. And I feel like, I feel like it was incomparable for my I feel like it was incomparable for my family to accept that I'm no, like those things that, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not this small. I've beat the family standards and I've made away from us. God is Mikey kind of fell apart. The more, and my, my mom said that she was like, you know, I will always, I will never not encourage you to have a relationship with your father and your siblings and your this, that, and the third. But you know, when, when, um, the things that you see on social media that happened to me, those things also happened to me. I'm sorry, I'm going to ask over here, teary-eyed. Those things actually happened to me um, in my real life. And so, okay. um, I kind of, that ick, like that shadow self, you know what I'm saying? That part of you that you don't acknowledge, that you ignore, that you know that's the old me, it kind of that shadow self and God is Mikey met and the shadow self won. No, I agree because when I got more successful in the media position, like working in radio, nobody in my family has ever worked in radio. So when they found out, oh my God, they think I'm famous, you name it. And it led me to not speaking to them anymore because they made me the like you know christmas who's the celebrity of the family like they made me yeah like my dad like, like what's up god is making dessert and then what would happen is um without without going into specifics because out of respect for my family because even even if i'm not close what would happen yeah, yeah, yeah. what would start to you happen know, is this yeah. family member or that family member this and third we would start to have these confrontations and what i would notice in those confrontations is honestly whatever i always tell people um, you could sit up there, you know, I'm trying to think of something that people say, like, you know, I know I had put on weight and, you know, like somebody could, you know, you fat ass bitch or whatever. That's not the, the, you calling the insult is not what hurts me. It's the feeling 
of knowing that people that you really love and respect and cherish um, even have the intention to bring you uh, emotional harm in any type of way. Um, And it really made me just not want to do any of this shit because it was just like, no matter what I did, like, I, I was just like, oh my God, like one of my strongest motivations behind, and, and, and an old manager I had said like, you know, you got to change your motive. Like one of my strongest motivations was just like, okay, one day, like everyone's going to respect me. If I do God is Mikey and build it all the way up and I get a deal and I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like this, that, and the third, you see like celebrities, how they like have their, their family members come back around. I wanted that really bad. Um, and I thought that it would make people respect me, but it did not. It did not. And I, and that was a hard truth for me to realize that for some people, and it doesn't matter. Now we can go more broad family, old friends, partners. Sometimes you will always be that person, but that person that people think you are, that's not you. So, and that's why I was saying when I'm like, don't, don't disrespect yourself by saying that's the old me and, and treat yourself like that and cast those parts of you because you you will never be a, like for some for some people for some people you will never be enough yeah i'm in that same moment because the reason why i asked about family is because i have i don't include my family and in, i haven't included my family and in my success in the past four years so they don't know about any of my brand deals they don't know about none of that now there's a few aunts that are that can handle it and they they're they're great they support me and it's i love it but as a whole i don't come around my family because yes i experience the same things but um i think my hardest thing right now is my dad because you know my mom passed away and my mom was the parent that like understood all of that like, she was like, yeah, you need to do this. You need to do that. Like, my mom even told me, like, when I told her my goals, she was like, I'm prepared to retire and be your manager. Like, like Usher and his mom. Like, she was ready to go full throttle. And my dad was more of the, well, if your mom is fucking with it, well, I'm fucking with it type of vibe. So when I lost my mom, my dad had no idea who yes. I was. So I had to tell him who I was in two years. But he didn't know my past, mm-hmm. what, 15? Mm-hmm. Like, he knew what I was doing because I had to tell him where I was going. But he didn't know what I was doing. And, you know, to hear you get emotional about that, I can resonate because now, like, as we're, as we're doing this podcast, my dad dumbed it down when I told him I had my own podcast. He was like, oh, okay. But let me tell him a month from now, hey, Spotify is flying me out to interview, you know, multiple people for a week at this conference. Like, oh, you find, like, where was the support when I told you that I was already doing? Like, don't cling on now because there's a big name behind it. And now you think you under, oh, he made it. No, that. 3,000 hours I put in prior to this moment, I really wish all y'all said was keep going. Right, and I I mean, the thing is, like... I never knew how happy I was, like, because now I'm I'm really happy. 
Because he was like, how are you able to go to school, work, and then do all your side hustles? I said, I'm happy. I'm doing what I want to do. Because when he was forcing me, like when I was younger, to do things that he wanted me to do, I wasn't succeeding at any of that. I left college. But now here I am saying, hey, I graduated in May. Um, are you coming? Like that for him is like my Yeah, mind, so he here's the thing. In, in, in conclusion to all of this, like, yeah, one of my like last like real, real interactions um, after me and one of my siblings had a big blowout, I told my dad, I said, you know, hey, I'm going to fall back. I would like to have a relationship with you. You know what I'm saying? With you. Um, and I have, this is the thing. My mm-hmm. dad, it's not, like I said, it wasn't, it wasn't giving like husband, wife. It's giving like, my dad has like a bunch of, you know what I'm saying? Different baby mamas. He has a wife now, you know what I'm saying? Wonderful lady. But, my, my, and, my and so the, same position. That's the thing mom. is like, I had to make it clear. Like I, I want to first have a relationship with you. But unfortunately, with your parents, when your parents get to, uh, they're their own people too, right? So he's got all these kids. He has all that. So guess what? Like, it's right. I will never have that like childhood experience of like, oh, you know, what I'm saying what I wanted. Like, I will never be able to have just a relationship with my dad. If he comes with baggage, just like anybody else. And I don't say baggage yeah. like in a negative way, but he comes with things. And so I had um, since him is a really long paragraph, and I was like, you know, at one at one point. At some point, I want us to have a relationship, but for right now, I'm going to fall back and I'm going to work on myself and et cetera. And I was like, and when I'm ready, I would love to do that. And from that point, that was probably almost a year ago, um, I'm I'm finally starting to, like, I, I've been, like, very secluded from things. Like, I'm, I'm my mom, I was focused on the one relationship that I had that was stably there um and ever since leaving that side of like the family and stuff like that i have been prospering Mm -hmm. and that doesn't mean that oh my gosh these are bad people and yada yada it just means that maybe maybe that relationship those relationships right now maybe they don't serve me maybe you know what i'm saying i don't need to unpack that and anybody listening, I want you to understand that we're not saying like forget your family, but there's because just if you're, you can't look left and like, right at the same time, right? So I can't be my own right. man and have my own, you know what I'm saying, stuff going on if I'm still trying to resolve, you know what I'm saying, look left and right, like move forward as a man, but then look right, look look back yeah. and, and try to resolve I, like I know issues so and stuff like that. that. So I chose to say, hey, well, you know what? This, that right there, I'm not equipped right now to handle that. But maybe in the future, when I'm my own man and I have my own things, you know what I'm saying? And I can come back with this, you know, this thing I'm doing, this career thing that I'm doing. And I can come back when I'm got that together in my own, my house and all this. And I'm securely here. You know what I'm saying? Maybe then. I could try to work on that. But for now, I can't look left and right at the same time. Right now, I only have to look forward and, and do what what I need to do for myself so I don't get caught up in any distractions. And distraction is not a negative thing. You can be distracted. 
you know what I'm saying, by a boyfriend in a positive way, but you have to. Ah. So okay. You got to end it right there. Distractions. We're ending it at distractions because that's where I'm at in life right now. I don't want, I don't want any distractions. And you know, like you said, distractions come in many different ways. And clearly you can tell that me and God is Mikey could talk for hours, but I want everyone listening today that if you have any distractions in your life, get rid of them. Now you may not be able to get rid of them. Like, you know, in like, you know, a week or a month, it may take some time, but anyways, I hope you learned something from this conversation today. This is somebody that I appreciate and I'm so happy that you were part of of the daily dose today and is there anything you want to close out with tell them like yes oh so first of all why did they get music coming out my other twitter back so i mean you can i i have not figured all that out (laughs) so i mean i want to say you can follow me on twitter at god is mikey Uh, whichever account you follow that's cool instagram's god is mikey as well um music is god is mikey search me on all streaming platforms and um yeah, to to you bitches, y'all know who y'all are. I'm coming back. Just wait on it. <laughs> I, love you, I too. love you so much. Thank you for today. And I hope to have you back. And that's what it soon. is. <laughs>